0: There's good news all the way around, and there's interesting news everywhere. Like Gen Con extending its stay in Indianapolis through 2030. That is very good news. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. I mean, that's a big one right there, as reported by your uh, sister publication at the IBJ sticking through 2030 um yep. you know it, it it there are two things about this that that matter i don't ask you for your commentary on the social but rather a recognition of them we have heard a lot politically about abortion legislation in Indiana. We've heard uh, uh, a lot uh, uh, from the ACLU and others about uh, where this General Assembly is going, about how it's going to cost business. There's been a lot of those kinds of comments. Yet here is Gen Con, which has voiced concerns of these things, and certainly the people that visit Indy have discussed these things uh, with, with the public. And here they are, staying through 2030, that's the story. That's the through line that Indiana is still the place to be for these major scope events.
1: Yeah, no question about it, Tony, a big win to get this extension because as you mentioned when you talk about social issues, Gen Con, the largest tabletop uh gaming convention in North America, fifty thousand plus uh attendees uh come to this thing. So the economic impact is huge. And this is one of the organizations that has been pretty vocal when it comes to some of these social issues, and expressed concerns about things like RIFRA and some of the other issues uh, here in, in in Indiana. And I know there was some real concern locally that perhaps they would be looking elsewhere. But as you say, this is a win in Indiana to have, uh, visit Indy, and the convention folks uh, have <clears throat> done a <clears throat> excuse me done a very good job. Obviously, in, in convincing Gen Con, this is the place they need to be. So a big win all the way around.
0: Yeah, and I, I would say it is. Uh, you know, one of the things that we, we, we look at as uh, i talking to Gary Dick inside com is, of course, for Indianapolis, this hotel. And there's a couple of stories around. Uh, Indiana about, uh, construction, but of course it's this hotel, the Signia Hotel, the Hilton 800 rooms. Kite was supposed to be doing, uh, this, this construction, putting this together. They decided they couldn't get the money. The city decides on a $650 million bond, uh, issuance to, to cover the construction, maybe uh, some overages. Uh, the city should not be involved in my view in building, uh, hotels, but it's grouped. Like Gen Con that desperately want the hotel. Is that is does the city now get covered and say, see, this is why we have to build it. Or is there still from the business community in Indianapolis a real feeling that, hey, uh, Indianapolis, maybe this isn't what you know how to do, even if we could use the 800 more rooms plus the 50,000 square feet of of uh, of, uh, you know, floor space
1: yeah I think you 're right. I think this is something that the 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 Hogs Admi- administration the city will point to to say this is why we 're getting involved in this because uh, your point about about government about the city getting involved in in private sector business is a, is, a, is a concern shared by a lot of people in the business community, especially uh, if you look at the uh, the hotel and motel uh, sector uh, if you will uh, a lot of concern there on the flip side. The importance of that project moving forward, Uh, the hotel, the additional hotel rooms, the connection and the expansion of the Indiana Convention Center, the continued expansion of the Convention Center, important for these big, these mega events. You know, Indianapolis, with one of the uh, the, the several other expansions previously of the Convention Center, really came into the big leagues, if you will, in terms of competing for big-time events with big markets like Chicago and Miami and Vegas and some of these places so to have that inventory, to have that uh, you know, those types of things available, important for that to continue. So, uh, again, a two, two-edged sword, if you will, in terms of concern about the city getting involved. But then again, when you look at events like Gen Con extending for multiple years uh, would seem to be something that would, would uh, support that government involvement.
0: Maybe I'm the only one who thinks that, you know, the, the government involvement part is indeed the issue. But uh, I don't think I'm the only one talking to Gary Dick inside indianabusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Let me move you through some of the other stories that are happening over inside indianabusiness.com. And these have to do with Bloomington. Uh, so yep. you've got uh, an angel investor group. That is uh, looking to grow big. You know, we've seen how we talk about uh, that kind of angel money, that seed money uh, here in Indianapolis and what Purdue is trying to do. Now, uh, the story out of Bloomington, and it is almost juxtaposed with the idea of a project in Bloomington that would create 6,000 units of diversified housing. Because there seems to be an issue with available and affordable housing, and there are people who are fighting this. Uh, we could we could start with the uh, this this flywheel fund, which uh, has put one hundred eight a hundred. I'm sorry, a million dollars plus uh, into Bloomington. What is it that they're trying to develop, and what kind of growth does it create? Well,
1: they're trying to create some local uh, business success stories, if you will, some startups. Uh, The Flywheel Fund, uh, which was established several years ago at the Mill, Dimension Mill, which is a a, a co-working space of sorts that continues to grow in Bloomington. Uh, They've now, the Flywheel Fund, closed its fourth fund, uh, totaling a little over a million bucks from uh, 52 individual investors. And they're investing those dollars into local startups to try to get that, that homegrown Uh, feel, if you will, and success stories, whether it's coming out of Indiana University or any other entrepreneurs in that area, and then you go into, as you say, this is a big story. Housing is such a big issue, Uh, and as we've gone around the state uh, with our Engage Indiana series, I I will tell you that housing in virtually every community we go into is at the top or near the top of the list in terms of challenges, available, affordable housing. So this is a bold move to uh they're essentially in Bloomington looking to create like uh, I think it's like four or five neighborhoods uh with uh with housing uh, components to it. So Bloomington taking a uh, you know an aggressive look at this housing issue and trying to move forward.
0: But what is the is the opposition, uh, you know, as you guys have uh, the, the story there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com, there's a, a an opposition that is environmental. Is it environmental? Or is that uh, a subterfuge, if you will? And this is about Bloomington saying, hey, maybe we don't actually want that kind of housing in our neighborhood. Very A, a very nimby, not-in-my-backyard kind of question.
1: Yeah, well, and this is just now beginning to, to formulate uh, uh, this opposition, but uh, it is a big project, as you say, 40, about 4,500 to as many as 6,000 units uh, in total. And uh, so anytime there's a big development, a big project like that, you can expect to have people who are going to be concerned about it. Is it a NIMBY, not in my backyard situation? Environmental, you hear, uh, that uh, certainly topic has come up. Uh, we'll see that that play out. I think uh, I think going forward, but I think there's a lot of momentum behind this this housing issue because as you look at communities, the ability to attract and keep people uh, in companies, to attract companies, if you don't have the housing, you're not going to get uh, you're not going to get that investment. I think that's what Bloomington and some of these other communities are looking at.
0: Gary Dick, insideindianabusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the com hotline. Matt Bear has got traffic. What's up, Matthew?